But without any further ado, time to check in with uh, James Dalton, the track manager at Geelong. Jimmy, a very good morning to you. Morning, Brendan. How are you going? Very well, thank you. Thanks very much for your time on, no doubt, what is a busy Sunday morning. We've come up with a good four at Geelong today. The rail's out three metres, comes in uh, from the the eight to ten metres, different parts of the track from the last meeting. Yeah, that's correct. So we've gone back into that area and, uh, look, it's nice, clean cover in there and and then even at the 10-metre position in the straight where they raced um, two and a half weeks ago, it's recovered quite well. So the surface presents really well. We've cut it up at five and a half inches, which is a little bit uh, high just to give a bit more cushion. And um, good for surface with seven and a half millimetres applied over the last 24 hours of irrigation. And a little bit of rainfall to go with that throughout the week? Uh, yeah, we, we got a really good dump um, probably three days ago, 24 five millimetres so that was brilliant but look it soaked it up pretty quick and we were irrigating you know a couple nights straight after that and especially with the 30 odd degree temperatures yesterday so um that was really welcomed and we have sort of had some drizzly stuff this morning like one mil dropped as well so it's just made it a bit more of a genuine four by the look of it at the moment so um all's good to go and i um, looking forward to it sounds like nice safe racing ground there jimmy we expecting a crowd down there today geelong yeah, we are. We've got a function inside. It's Ballerine Cup Day today, so the Port Arlington Footy Club have a function inside, and um, there's a few things outside, a few promotions with Furphy and, and uh, a kids' water slide and that sort of thing as well. So we should get a nice little crowd just before everyone heads back to, to school and normal life, resuming. Jimmy, best of luck with the meeting today. Thanks very much, Brendan. Jimmy Dalton there from the Geelong Racing Club. Not too far out of town, guys. If you're looking for something to do today, head on down to Geelong for their aid event program on Ballerine Cup Day. Uh, always a great day out for the family at Geelong, as it is at uh, Benalla. Ten races on the program today at Benalla. Joining us is track manager Ed Higgins. Ed, good morning. Good morning. How are you going? Very well, thank you. Uh, no uh, mysterious storms popping up last night there, Ed? No, no, thank God. That was the uh, the issue with the the last meeting there at Benalla. Unfortunately, with that rain dumping unexpectedly, uh, the meeting was abandoned after the opening race. Uh, rail goes out three metres from the 1,600 metres to the winning post. Does that scoot around that area that uh, uh, came under a bit of scrutiny last meeting, Ed? Yeah, yeah. So the rail from last uh, race hasn't um, uh, changed, same position. So, yeah, uh, yeah same position. And uh, no rain overnight, but uh, a little bit throughout the week and uh, a fair bit of irrigation applied throughout the uh, the week leading into the meeting? Yeah, so we've done 44 mil of irrigation for the week and six yesterday. Uh, there is rain predicted today, 10 to 20, but it's looking like it's, the brunt of it's going to be sort of later towards the end of the day. Um, so hopefully that stays away, but um, just have to see how it pans out for the rest of the day. Any activities on course for those heading to Vidal today? Yeah, so I believe there's a, like a water slide and um, there's um, a bit of a kids sort of function over there. So they'll have bags handed out and stuff like that for the for all the kids. Um, just hopefully the rain sort of stays away and makes it a bit more enjoyable for them. Ed, best of luck with the meeting today. No worries, thank you. Cheers. Sounds like plenty on offer for the kids at the races this afternoon and always uh, Nick Noonan if you can entertain the kids at the races it makes it a day uh, much easier for the, the parents I'm sure you wouldn't have been worried uh, with water slides and the like now a little bit like myself uh, mounting out in stables would have been your area as a young fella at the races 
Yep, definitely. Uh, down at the stalls with Dad, uh, going to a lot of country meetings, been to Geelong a lot of times with Dad having runners, um, especially on the synthetic back in the day. But uh, it's a good program today. We've got eight races and uh, some really high-quality maidens too. The first event on the program from Geelong today is uh, a staying maiden. 2,418 metres is the distance for this one. No scratchings here. Standing by for a rider for Cirrus Mist, horse number seven. Zach Spain not riding there today. A look at the tab fixed odds. Starvacious, three fifty into $3 today. Irish Knight, $4 to four forty. Island Warrior's been 4 to four forty. Big Night Rebel, $5 from $5.50. Caesar Bassan, $12 into $8.50. Looks a, a tricky way to start the program here, Nick. Yeah, with uh, a maiden for the stayers. Um, I was surprised Zelina Warrior wasn't favourite horse number nine. I'm going to put her on top. Nine, one, six, and four for me. I thought her last start run at Camperdown was very good. She got held up back in the field, had an apprentice jockey on that occasion and was a drifter in the betting. Now gets a senior jockey with Josh Cartwright going aboard. She's trained locally. She's had, what, four starts at this track and distance for... um, a second and two thirds. I think this is probably where she does her best racing. Her run two back here, where she bumped into Monks, was pretty good. Um, beating home Charm Destiny, who started a short price favourite at Mornington the run after. I think this race sets up pretty well for her from the wide draw. She should be able to keep up out of trouble, and uh, I thought probably should be favourite. Um, the one won a really good race last up. Uh, Big Night Rebel. Thought he was good hitting the line last start at uh, Benalla without a whole heap of luck. John Allen goes aboard here. I think he can definitely figure in the finish. Uh, six, Starvacious is uh, ticking over nicely. He's probably got more upside than a few of these. Um, just whether he's uh, fully ready for the 2,400 metres yet, only fourth up compared to a few of these that are well into their preparation. And Irish Knight was okay last start at Maui. Uh, Craig Newitt goes aboard there and uh, that looks a positive jockey change. So 916 and 4 from Nick, 914 and 6 for mine. I'm with Selena Warrior as well, placed in three or four course and distance. I thought it was just okay at the mile at Camperdown last time out. Did enough at Geelong the run prior to suggest back to 2,400 metres. Uh, she can break through on her home track today and beat horse number one. Big Null Rebel has the less convictions out of the field. Made a long run at them at Benalla last time out. Was solid late, has had a jump out to tick him over. Since in for third number four, Irish Knight has had his chance in his past cut in not overly strong races, but uh, this is probably around the same grade here. Craig Newitt goes on, blinkers go on, probably suggests they're going to try and uh, roll forward and lead on him today. And then six starvacious, boxed an OK at Kilmore after covering ground on a moderate speed there last time out. Nine, one, four, and six for mine. Nine, one, six, and four. Both Nick and I playing the same first four numbers, just in a little different order in race number one. Race number two is a maiden plate. 1,412 metres is the distance here. Number 10, Van Vampire misses the scratching. Dirty Grin is the tab fixed odds favourite this morning. $3.20 into $2.50 with tab fixed odds. Memphis Shadow, $4.40 to $4.20 back to $4.60. Zoos Mix, $6.50 in from $7. Alluring Rebel, $6.50 to $7. And Rue de Rivioli is a $7.50 chance down from $8. So Dirty Grin, $2.50 the favourite here, Nick, for the second. Yeah, I'm not surprised to see the market sort of uh, labelled him as the one to beat. Um, he comes through 
some good form races this preparation. His first up run at uh, Wayne Grado, he was a bit unlucky and uh, flashed home for second. And last start, I think he's coming through a good match. He didn't last start at uh, Soundown where he hit the line pretty strong. He ran some good closing sectionals uh, for the day and uh, I think that was a strong race with um, Ebony King winning but Griggetts and Tappan 3 were sort of in front of him. His debut run at Caulfield, he actually ran the fastest last 200 metres of that race behind um, Thrombone and a few other handy types. So he's always sort of shown something. I think from Barrier 3 he can settle a bit closer in the run than last start and uh, I think he looks pretty hard to beat there. I think $2.50 is still pretty attractive. I think he's uh, definitely the most likely winner in this field. The one alluring Rebel is probably the big danger, and if I was playing in the race, I might have a saver on him um, just at the $7. I thought he deserved to be second favourite. His first up run at Mornington was really good. I um, bumped into Arctic Eagle, who's since run very well. And uh, last start, he ran the fastest last 200 metres of that race at Cranbourne. He's probably just too far back, the way the race shape sort of panned out. Uh, the Michael Kent stay, or Mick Kent stay, was absolutely flying. So, uh, big tick there. Memphis Shadow's ticking over while the eight. Um, a win doesn't look too far away from him. And I think the seven, Magnace, has always shown a bit of ability. Uh, running a strong race on debut. I know he was well beaten, but uh, the jump outs leading into this prep has been good. And I think uh, he's a horse who we break and he's made not in the not-too-distant future. Probably just over a bit further, though. 4-1, uh, 8-7 for me. Pretty keen on the 4, though. Yep, I have to agree. Dirty Grim, one of my bets of the day. 4-8-11-1 for mine. He's going to be fit a third up. A little bit flat-footed early part of the straight at Sandown, but love the way he attacked the line. Has a good gait here, I think. Damien Thornton will have him close to the speed, expecting to be breaking through here. Beating number eight, Memphis Shadow. Had the right run at Sandown, but running to a smart one in attrition, who we're going to see go round a short price later on in the program. 11, Ruda Rivoli. Uh, really liked the closing effort in a recent Cranbourne jump out for the Busset and Young team. And then number one, Alluring Rebel. Draws wide again, did enough late at 1,200, going to 1,400 here at start number three. 4, 8, 11 and 1, my numbers in race number two. Third event from Geelong this afternoon is uh, a three-year-old maiden, 1,212 metres the distance here. Scratchings are three, four, eight and 12. Tab fixed odds favourite American liaison today has been 360 to $2.80. He's handsome, 370 down to 330. Nicodemus seven dollars down to five. King's Chamber eight dollars uh, into six. Beckenbauer, who steps out here on uh, his Australian debut, is an eight dollar chance. And uh, Frosty McFrost Frost, twelve dollars <laughs> down from fifteen. Nick. Yeah, this is another good maiden, isn't it? I think there's a few horses here that have a bit of ability. Um, this race has sort of been uh, hit by scratchings, which has uh, opened it up a little bit. I've gone with a six on top here. He's handsome. I thought his four mines last preparation were pretty good. Um, gets uh, Daniel Stackhouse going aboard here, and his recent jump outs I thought were quite good at sound down. You look back through his four miles prep, you know, he was pretty unlucky behind Mary McBoy. One day at Packenham where he started four dollars forty second pick, and then last start. Don't know if you love the heavy track conditions at Soundown, um, but that was a very strong race, and it rated very well. Plenty of subsequent winners came out of that maiden. So with a nice soft run from Barry number one, wouldn't even be surprised if he was right up on speed compared to a few of his other runs um, and a good jump out. I've put him on top um, from the one... American liaison who sort of has bumped into a few smart horses in his career. He's only run down late last start at sale back in September by Muramasa, who's got some ability in the start, probably bumped into Af Cabin and Belair. He's got some strong form lines. He's been gelded. Damien Lane goes on board to take the ride. Um, he's rode him in his last two, so um, you'd be thinking he's happy to stick with him first up and might have an opinion of the horse. Jumped out well. There's probably no knocks there. The two Beckenbauer, um, I thought, jumped out very well at 
Bendigo. This looks like a bit of a, a horse that could sneak up under a few people's guards. Um, even his trial at Tatura was very quiet, but there does look like there's some ability there, and he's been gelded. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if he's running a big race, and then I put the nine in for fourth. So six one two and nine from Nick one six nine and two for mine. I'm going with the American liaison here. Number one, he resumes a gelding. As Nick touched on, he's run into some stiff opposition. He was home there at Sale. Miramasa pulled out a huge uh, performance to uh, to grab him late there, over 1,400 metres, run into Aft Cabin. The uh, the start prior to that, he ran third, was beaten six, but that was the day Aft Cabin absolutely trotted up and put his name in light. Uh, I think American Liaison with that form can be winning here, fresh off the back of a solid Flemington jump out. Has a nice draw in barrier number two. Six in for second, he's handsome, drawn alongside in barrier number one. First up from a break, his work was good with rampant line in a recent Packenham jump out. Nine goes in for third, King's Chamber. He chased, uh, it was a good chase there at Moey when he resumed from a, a break. Irish Crickets, who was in the race earlier, uh, was coming through the same form lines. But I think King's Chamber can improve off that fresh performance. And then number two, Beckenbauer, agree with Nick, uh, really taken by his uh, Australian jump outs. Uh, former Kiwi having his first start for the Enright Stable at Bendigo. One, six, nine, and two, my numbers in race number three on the program. Race number four is a maiden, 1,212 metres the distance here. Scratching to two, five, 13 and 15. Will Gordon is your rider for horse number 16. Tam Fixed Odds favourite here is the favourite. Uh, favourite is number six, Guzmao. Two eighty to three dollars. Chinzel has been three seventy down to three dollars and ten. Viking Rebel five fifty into four sixty. Critical nine dollars to seven. Now seven fifty. Captain Kenny eleven. Dawn County first up for the new stable. A thirteen dollar chance. Nick. Yeah, six ten three nine for me here. I put the six Gusmao on top. Uh, I think he might have come back better this preparation. I liked his jump outs leading in, hit the line strongly in a recent jump out, and I think Damien Lane booked here shows some intent first up. Uh, he's probably stiff to still be a maiden, having seven starts and having run three seconds. Um, he's bumped into a few handy horses along the journey, and a few other times he's just been too far back. Um, Barrier ten, he'll probably drift back as well, but um, I think he's probably made some progression since last preparation and wouldn't shock me at all if he's getting the maiden out of the way here first up. The market support for Chenzel is very interesting. Um, had a trainer change. She's gone from uh, Ma Eustace to Lindsay Park since her last run back in March, where she started favourite at Canberra and was okay. Recent jump out, or recent trial at Tatura, she did win by six lengths and um, was a pretty impressive piece of work. I did note she's still very green in the straight, though, so the winkers going on here is probably a tick, but from Barrier 15, um, she does have a slight question mark where she gets to the run, but the Ben and J.D. Hayes combination with Mick Michael D is uh, very profitable. Um, I think it's definitely got a good chance, but I think Gus Mao's probably this is probably his race. Captain Kenny uh, hit the line strongly at Yarra Valley last start, just got way too far back there. Probably can improve again, but the wide draw is probably no help for him. And Viking Rebels had a few chances, probably gets the run of the race from barrier number one and did jump out well, but uh, looks Gus Mao's race. 16-3 and uh, 9 from Nick. 10-6, uh, 9 and 11 for mine. I'm with Chenzel, just hoping she can overcome that wide draw. Really take it with what I've seen from her in the Tatura trial. 
she rocked along on the speed there and uh, wasn't asked to do a lot and beat that field very, very comfortably. Uh, if she can negate Barrett the wide gate uh, through the early part of the race, I'm expecting her to run really well. Six Gus Mow in for second. Uh, the only run on good ground was left three wide, no cover. First time he'll be, he's been on good ground for a while. Not, uh, work was good at Great Western in uh, the uh, most recent jump out there last week in the lead up to this. Nine Viking Rebel goes in for third. Um, first run on good ground for him. Wasn't asked for too much to win a recent jump out, but he is an 11 start maiden. And then 11 Critical was a, a mare that caught my eye in a Cranbourne jump out. She's a five-year-old French mare in the care of Mick Ken. I didn't think she was uh, terrible in her jump out, and uh, she sparked a little bit of interest from a low draw. 10, 6, 9 and 11 in race number four. That takes us to the halfway point of the program here at Geelong. We'll take a quick break on Sunday Central. We'll be back on the other side with the legs of the quaddy. Welcome back to Sunday Central. We're halfway through our look at the program of the 365 Geelong today with Nick Noonan. First week of the quaddy is race number five. It is a 1,715-metre benchmark 64. The claimant is the favourite, $2 down to $1.80. Jenny Ferrenti has been $3 into three, uh, $3.20 to $3. Huguenot, $7 down to $6. And uh, Kailash is a $15 chance. Uh, the claimant had some form frank yesterday through uh, mark holt nick are we in his corner yeah and ramble rebel he ran great behind that horse first up uh i think this is a good race between him and jennifer Reddy. i think they're both you know metro class horses running in a in a 64 here so um i've went the claimant's way just because he gets the blinkers back on here which i think is a significant gear change uh second up sort of in his first preparation. He got the blinkers on at Cranbourne when he won his maiden and then run a huge race at Caulfield the next start. I think that's probably the key to the horse. Um, last start, I think he probably goes closer to winning if he has the blinkers on. He just seemed like he uh, was waiting a bit for that other horse. And, uh, you know, Marcotte was that horse and Frank that form, you know, yesterday. So um, it's good, strong form around him. Damien Lane goes aboard here and I think gets a pretty good run on the map. So at eighty, I didn't see a whole lot of value in backing him against Jennifer Reddy because I think she's a big danger. Um, her first up win at Terrain was enormous. Uh, she ran really good overall time there and a great figure for the meeting. Um, I think she's a horse that's well in the up. You look back through her preparation, you know, she's got some city class form around her as well, starting, what, 220 against British Columbia in a main at Soundown, then started $1.75 behind Naval Seal, who come out and run very well at his next start in Metro grade. Um, she's a a mare with a lot of upside and I think key to her preparation now um, they stepped her out at 1600 metres first up and she was very strong to the line so I think she's very fit coming here second up and wouldn't be surprised if she gets back out to 2000 metres later on in her preparation I've got her in for second um, for third I'm going to put in the three marketing who I think is absolutely flying comes to a strong race at Benalla which I think there'll be good form out of um, he'll be getting back and hitting the line strongly and does race well at this track and then in for fourth I put in the one uh, Huguenot uh, at his best he's probably in a race like this and did win very well too back at Cranbourne but he had a few things in his favour that day but good race the climb on and uh, Jennifer Reddy I'd be surprised if uh, one of them doesn't win so seven five three and one from Nick. I'm going uh, five seven three and one from Nick. Seven five three eight for me. I'm going with Jenny Ferrenti here to beat the claimant. She won a strong maiden second up last preparation at Jal at uh, Swan Hill over the Carnival there on Cup Day. There's been eight winners come out of that field of eleven there. 
I think she's going to be up on the speed. Uh, she was excellent at Terang. Johnny Allen stays with the ride. Barrier four. Expect her to be pretty hard to catch. I'm thinking in the run she's going to be two or three lengths in front of the claimant. He's going to have to chase her, and I just think that uh, she might be a little bit too strong for him. Five, the claimant undoubtedly has some some really good form lines. He's third up, got an extra run under his belt. Then Jenny Ferrenti blinkers go on. Solid effort, hillside. Got a slight drop in weight, goes up in trip. Uh, he's a dollar eighty favourite, but I just think Jenny Ferrenti's a, a better price at $3 to take her. Marketing agree with uh, Nick Chase. Was pretty good there at Benalla last time. Out Just uh, wondering if he can stretch it out to the 1700 metres here and then at number 8 uh, the goes in for 4th uh, there, Royal Fox from the uh, Matt Williams stable uh, he's more than capable in this sort of grade, 7, 5, 3 and 8 for me in race number 5 Race number six, second leg of the quaddy. The uh, scratchings in this uh, 2,418-metre benchmark 58 are runners 10 and 12. Check you've got Jake Noonan on 11. Tab fixed odds favourite here, Italian Poet, $3.30, allegedly $4.40. Wins of March at six, Jumpin' Jaguar, six, eight dollars Duke of Bedford, Obedience, nine fifty, and Needs a Name, a $13 chance. Found this a real tricky one, Nick. I didn't mind this race, actually. I thought the market's got a few of these horses a bit too short, and uh, I thought there was a lot of value in this race. I'm 2, 8, 1, and 5. I think the 2, Duke of Bedford, is ready to uh, peak now for the Andrew Bobbin stable. Um, he won his maiden here at Geelong in a very impressive win where he got back and charged to the line. That was with the blinkers on that day. Um, the blinkers went back on last start at Narracourt, and... Gee, it was very unlucky. Um, if you took the $8 that day, you were uh, very stiff not to get a collect even each way because he was held up for most of the straight. I think getting back to Geelong's a big tick for him and getting out to 2,400 metres, this could be the making of this horse. I like the jockey change with John Allen going aboard as well. Got him on top. I thought he represented good value. Um, I've gone with a bit of a throw at the stumps here with Hostile Takeover. He's a nine-year-old who's only had 14 starts and one win, but I think this horse does have some ability. Um, I thought his run three back here at Geelong was actually quite good, where he's only beaten three and a half lengths behind Dyerville and Alchain. This is his local track. Um, he seems to race very well here. The run at Sound only was just outclassed by St. Lawrence. And then last start at Kilmore, yes, he did run last, but if you watch the replay, it didn't look like he handled that track at all. Off the bit at the 800-metre mark, hanging out. Um, I just think that's a complete forgive run. Getting up to 2,400 metres, I think a big tick. $51, I'm going to have something each way on him. Um, allegedly, he's coming out of probably the strongest form race and looks suited getting up to 2,400 metres. And jumping Jaguar uh, gets Damien Oliver aboard. Home track, she's in very good form. Um, but yeah, I thought this race was a bit up for grabs, and I thought Duke of Bedford and Hostile Takeover they're gonna uh, they're gonna get me each way here. Missed the price, Hostile Takeover only two hours ago. Nick, eighty one dollars was bet there. You haven't got on already, and just leading us into your bidding later. Oh, uh, I I had a little something at eighty one dollars, <laughs> but I don't I don't think I moved the market. <laughs> Five, one, three, and two. My numbers here. I'm going to go with the uh, jump and jag. You were good effort with uh, a ride through there at camp and underscore uh, on the back of Italian poet. Troops no issue. Big bonus is getting Damien Oliver on jump and Jaguar for mine in what is an even race. Allegedly goes in for second. Fit a third up. Disappointing with a soft run there at Sandown, uh, but he he rolled through the line okay late uh, in for third number three. Winds of March had the perfect run. Uh, 
there last time out at Pakenham. Uh, was really solid in winning in maiden company. Has to make the progression. Duke of Bedford was like watching a car crash at Narrow Court last time out. You could see it happening. You couldn't do anything to stop it. But everywhere he went, there was uh, there was trouble. He'll be fitter for that. Uh, but also giving chances to obedience. Uh, horse number seven and, uh, and needs a name. Italian pot, what did you make of him, uh, Nick? He's not one of mine. Winner of one of 17. I thought he had his chance to beat uh, Jumpin' Jaguar there at Camperdown last time out. Yeah, I couldn't really understand it. I know he's hard favourite in that race, but he had every chance to beat her, and she still beat him. And now they're, you know, he's favourite here, and she's nearly double the price. So, um, yeah, I thought he was very short in the betting for a horse that's only won one race. But I, I could see him running well. I just, I don't want to back him at the price. Yep, totally agree there. Race number seven, 1,412 metre benchmark, 64. There are no changes here. Mitch Freeman is topping the market quite clearly here with his two uh, runners. Attrition, a dollar eighty from 175, as much as 215 bet. Kailua full scratch from Mooney Valley yesterday, save for this 550 into 480, back to 550. Legionnaire Geelong, fresh winner, 13 to 950. Always happy, $12, $13 review. Stelvio, 16 into 14, as much just $21, but only a couple of hours ago. Rutherford, a $17 chance. Who do we like here, Nicky, in the second last? Yeah, no shock here. Like the favourite, uh, Attrition. I think um, this is a horse while on the up and best bet of the day here. I'm going to go 10 1 2 3. Uh, yeah, I think he's the best of the day. That win first up at Sandown. Watching it visually, it looked like a good win. And then you look back through the sort of sectional data and the uh, the overall figures he ran that day. It was it was a terrific win. Um, for the 200, he's the 47th fastest of the meeting for that split. 200 to the post, he's the third fastest. Really increasing his speed, showing a dominant turn of foot later. Uh, I think this is a horse with plenty of upside. Um, his first up run last preparation at Murray Bridge was outstanding. I just don't know if he let go on that heavy track at Sandown when he started short in market. But he's come back in terrific order this preparation. And I think with any sort of even luck um, from barrier number two, he should just be beating this field. And you could even argue a dollar eighty looks uh, overs off his last start. He probably could be shorter. Two always happy, always runs well at Geelong, and he looks set to peak for this preparation now. Fourth up, getting Damien Oliver aboard. Legionnaire was good last start. If uh, our favourite sort of held up in some traffic, he might be the one that's uh, kicking away on the corner. Um, and then Callaway Falls did run well last start, but uh, I'd be surprised. You know, if the favourite gets some luck in the running and everything goes his way, I'd be surprised if he got beat. Would you expect him maybe to have stepped out in trip there, Nick, after, with him being so strong at the, the final 200 there at Sandown? Did you think maybe uh, 1,600 might be his go second up rather than staying at the 1,400? I think just how how dominant the win was, um, I, I don't really see any issue staying at the 1,400. I think in time he probably gets over 1,600 and even further, but... Um, yeah, I think just with the way this race sets up for him in 1400 and the dominant turn of foot he showed last start, I wouldn't be sort of too worried about staying at 14. Uh, he just looks like he's he's got too much on his rivals here. 10 2 1 and 3 from Nick. 10 3 2 1 for mine with attrition. Uh, Nick's made uh, the case there for him. What he did in the last 200 metres was outstanding there. Running away at uh, Sandown. Putting the stable mate in for second. Kailua full save for today. A good indication, but he does take on uh, the shorty. Uh, always happy. Good from the back last time in the, the Miso race at Sandown. A race at Miso controlled from the front. That's a, a strong form line. Legionnaire was a good first up winner 
at uh, Geelong. So we're 10-3-2-1 for mine in the second last. Final event on the program is a benchmark 64 over 1,212 metres. Host of scratchings here. Put the pen through runners 1, 2, 8, 12, 13, 15 and 16. Rider to come for 5. Daniel Moran to 10, Little Miss Guts. Uh, Josh Cartwright for 17, the Cisco Kid. Tab fixed odds sees Water Bomber the favourite three dollars sixty in from three eighty. Prince of Cambridge four dollars in from four twenty. Thunder Park has been six fifty into five. Little Miss Guts are eight dollars fifty into seven. Q player seven fifty. Pentegra eight fifty. Broadway Lane eleven dollars. Who are we tipping in the last? Got to go with the three, three, nine, five, and ten here for me. I think Pentegra is uh, well placed in this race. Uh, his win two back at Stall was very good, and then last start he got in a very slowly run race, and it was just in an impossible position for him to win. Uh, he reeled off the fastest last two hundred metres of that meeting. Um, he was beaten six lengths, but the run was much better than it looked. Um, I think uh, Archie Alexander's worked out the key to this horse. John Allen goes aboard from barrier number four. There's every chance he can settle closer here. Um, especially stepping up to 1,200 metres. And I thought $8 was representing a bit of value. I'm going to make him the best value on the day. Put the nine in for second. Uh, I thought his last start run was good. Water bomber first up. Um, he draws a pretty good gate here from barrier number one. He could get a very soft run. I don't think he's any star, but uh, this race looks right up his alley. Um, the five in for third. Broadway Lane doesn't win out a turn, but uh, I think this race probably sets up pretty well for him. His first up run I thought was good, and uh, he can be hitting the line str- strongly in the 10 Little Miss Guster. Uh, gets Daniel Moore going aboard. Seems to have a good affinity with this stable, and uh, this is uh, a track where they do race very well, the Jamie Edwards horse. I know they're not trained at Geelong, but uh, it's technically their home track, and uh, she's a horse that can probably settle up on speed and give a good sight. But uh, Pentegra on top, I thought he was the, the best value of the day. So Pentegra on top there for uh, Nick Nine six seven and 10, my numbers in the final event on the program. Going to go with Water Bomber here, horse number nine. Thought it was a solid return behind the last Napoleon at uh, Geelong back on the 13th of January. He can bounce off that off a low draw second up and been winning. Six acute player in for second, resumes. Thought he was very good in a jump out off the speed uh, on wet ground there at Mornington. Really ran through the line nicely. Seven, Prince of Cambridge. First up for the Danny O'Brien team. Worked through the line in a Werribee jump. Out was good to suggest the former Kiwi can run well here fresh. And then number 10, Little Miss Gutter, uh, comes back in grade low draw. She's much better than what she did at Flemington last time out. 9, 6, 7 and 10 for mine. Nick Noonan, your best value, quality and play of the day. 4-bit 365 Geelong, please. Yeah, best race seven, number 10, Attrition. He's short enough, but uh, I think he'll just be getting the job done for us. Uh, you could roll him into some multis. Next best race two, number four, Dirty Grin. I think he's probably the same. He looks very hard to beat there in that maiden. Best value race eight, number three, Pentegra. Quaddy, leg one will just take the five and the seven. Leg two will go one, two, four, five, and eight. Leg three will take the favourite one out, ten, and then we'll come home with uh, one, three, five, nine, and ten. And play of the day, I'm just going to take the best bet into the next best. Uh, Dirty Green, race two, number four, into Attrition, race seven, number ten, and I think you're going to get about 450 for the all-up. So uh, that looks pretty generous shopping for two horses that uh, should win. Yep, most certainly. Nick, best of luck today. Thanks, Brendan. Good luck to you as well.
Nick Noonan joining us there. The Noonan Show will roll on with uh, Benalla on the other side of uh, the break. My best race two, number four, Dirty Green. Valley race six, number five, Jumpin' Jaguar for the Quaddy. First leg seven and five. Second leg five, one, three, two and seven. Third leg ten, three and two. But uh, if you're wanting to trim up, you could probably stand out the ten there. Bring it home nine, six, ten and seven. Play of the day. We'll try and get the cash early. Race two, number four, Duty Grin. All up race three, number one, American Liaison. That's our look at the program of racing from Geelong today. We're off to a quick break. On the other side, Trav Noonan will take us through the ten races at Benalla.